You're listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast. For more on Screening in Kingston, more episodes, info about our movie clubs, and a lot more fun movie content, visit screeningandkingston.com. episode of November, so we're turning it over to our fans who have come up with all the topics and questions and things for us to talk about today. Taylor, it's a good way to end the month. When, <laughs> at first when you said, um, it's our last episode, I was like, what? And then you said of November, I'm like, oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> there wasn't there was a pause. <laughs> you, I, I guess I was just, my brain was like sinking as you were talking. I That would be how you would tell me that the show was ending now on air. So you get my hot take. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Nope, I would definitely for... not warn you at all. <laughs> last, last episode of November. Can you believe it? Can you believe that it's going to be... December no. and Christmas no, I, and then New I, Year and then 2024. <laughs> this fall just flew by. Um, I thought the summer and the spring were actually quite slow. And mm. the fall just blink of an eye and it's over. We've got one month left of the year, really. Um, and it's, yeah, it's wild. Are you already thinking about New Year's resolutions? I don't really do new year's or new year's resolutions it's just kind of another day for me i was so this year for new year's i was actually planning on doing a star trek movie marathon to kind of end the year but i ended up doing that this weekend so that's (laughs) that that plan is gone (laughs) i was just i think last week or maybe the week before we were talking about how my year has been really like laid back movies like very mm. breezy movies and i i suggested that your 2024 should be a breezy year and i wonder i was just wondering if maybe that was going to be one of your resolutions to stop seeing bad movies well or if at people least would stop making painful, bad movies painful like, movies, like, I should <laughs> yeah like i if they were better that'd be great <laughs> I, I'd a bad that. a fun bad movie is better than a <clears throat> But then, uh, yeah. then we're taking this really seriously, yeah. And we think this is amazing, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's or or you can tell you can just. I think there are just movies that now I can tell that the people making it know that they can make a lot of money, or at least believe they can make a lot of money, so they don't have to care as much. They can just like ah, people will go for it. But I think we're starting to finally see things turn around where the box offices are lower for certain films than they were expecting it to be. And I think I'm hoping that that gives studios the idea of like, oh, we've got to make these movies better. But knowing them, it'll be like, oh, we've got to never do these genre movies again, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. That was the point I was trying to make last episode, that there's no such thing as genre fatigue if the movie's really good. So, yeah, I would love 2024 to be like breezy and like fun movies or fun, bad movies or whatever, but they have to supply it. (laughs) You got to you got to give me those things right like that's we're doing a little bit of a look ahead because this is i guess a little bit of a tease normally mike you don't give me the questions in advance unless it's something i need to prep for and we do have some trailers that i had to prep for and so i'm looking forward to seeing 
what you have to say. I'm assuming these release dates are 2024. The, Correct yeah, me if I'm wrong. Yes. They're yes, all 2024 all, movies? Yeah. The two trailers you and I will both talk about are 2024 movies. Relatively early in the year as well. Like they're kind of the late winter, early spring kind of release dates. So we're going to get a sense of kind of the early part of the year. Because obviously you're going to get your Oscar bait movies that will come out in December that we'll end up seeing in January, February, because that's just when they get here. And then January, February is kind of a dump (laughs) of terrible movies. And then things pick up in March. So I think most of these are kind of past that period. Um, And then there's a third trailer that a fan wrote in about that I'll talk about as well. That's also like later in 2024. So yes, this is a look ahead. Mike, I watched three trailers. You gave me three trailers for homework. I did. I I watched Mean mean (laughs) Girls. Did I only watch two? Okay, okay, Mean Girls, yeah. Which, like, I have so much to say. There's been a lot of discourse already online about this trailer. I'm ready to talk about it. (laughs) Which is why I assume it was chosen by our listener, but you'll give me the full background, I'm sure. I sure sure will, yeah. Um, So, Mean Girls. Yeah. And I'll say, I won't even say the full title until we start talking about it because it's part of the discourse but maybe it's anyways we'll save it um and then i watched argyle yeah the trailer for argyle and then the trailer for the fall guy oh right i forgot about the fall guy (laughs) okay i better make sure to find that fan question because i don't even think i put it in my pile here but yes you're right uh did i did watch that so we'll okay. talk about that as well. Okay, so then there was a the fourth three, trailer. I, I watched. <laughs> yes, okay. There was a fourth trailer then. Someone also wrote in about Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, which I didn't even realize they were making another Planet of the Apes movies. Like I thought the three they did w- was was just it with like this motion capture and Andy's whatever his name is Andy Circus as uh, as as the ape. And now they're they're continuing the story, I guess. Mike, I didn't even know there was three. Yes, there were three. Yeah, the one with James Franco, uh, the second one, and then the really good one, which was the third one, which was War for Planet of the Apes. Because there's Rise, Dawn, and War were the three ones. Like Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and War for the Planet of the Apes. And now this is. I know there's the original Planet of the Apes. I have yeah. not seen a single Planet of the Apes movie. Right, right. Is this based on like a book series or did they just no, like expand no. the original IP? Yes. So the original IP, like the original Planet of the Apes movie, there were like six of them. Charles so there was the original movie. Charleston Heston was in the first one. And then there were like five others <laughs> that, that just kind of kept going. And that was like a big thing during the like, I think this is kind of 60s, 70s, 80s when these movies were coming out. Like I think they span a couple decades, but that was quite popular like when a movie got really big it would obviously get a sequel and the first planet of the apes was this big thing so now the movies now the ones that were done maybe 15 years ago um that series of three are prequels it's got before it. the world has become ape-like and i went into these movies <laughs> way to spoil the franchise well okay it's called planet of the apes like <laughs> if if, if you if it's a spoiler there will be a planet of apes eventually then you, you don't know what you're well doing. i guess you didn't okay you didn't spoil it because the the plot twist in the original one from the 60s is what planet is the planet of the apes oh yes no i didn't yeah i didn't i okay i guess but come on if you don't know you haven't (laughs) seen planet of the apes taylor and you know even i know (laughs) yeah so if you don't know then then i don't get i i can't help you but yeah i think what i was surprised at was how good those movies were um with a full cgi ape but again it's like it's it's Gollum 
this guy played Gollum. Yeah. And it's him doing it. And it was really, really well done. But, you know, at the end of the three movies, his character dies. So now we're getting his his children and like his family and the lineage and what happens next. Because at the end of those three movies, we're not we're not at Planet of the Apes yet. Like we're still actually quite a bit back. So it isn't like that there's room, there's stories to tell and there's lots they can do with it. So I'm very fascinated to see because I was actually quite impressed by all three movies, um, especially the, the, the final one, which was, which was really good. Woody Harrelson was the villain in that one. Um, so he was, there's always a human in each, in, and Woody Harrelson was the human and he was a really bad guy and he was excellent in, in okay. that movie. So yeah, I'm actually really excited for, for it because I didn't know it was a thing and I'm glad a fan asked about it because it's uh, it's it's surprising and it's a really short teaser. It's not a full trailer. Like it's a very very tiny teaser, maybe forty seconds of footage maximum. I, I assume all the studios are now scrambling me. Like we can promote things. Yeah, like I I honestly think a lot of things went into high gear. Like I was reading a, a piece about Marvel. Like the minute the writer strike was over, the guy who runs Marvel, Kevin Feige, like called everyone. And was like, okay, back to work. <laughs> <laughs> like we got stuff to do. You got to get. We got to write out a whole character out of our out of our uh, world because someone's in trouble again. Um, so they're they're hard at work there. And yeah, I think everyone just went okay. Let's go. And all these trailers that came out did seem to come out when the actor strike started to to wrap up. Like in the past two weeks, these trailers assume, all, all dropped. I assume the trailers would be ready to go. Yeah, they would be ready, but they would be waiting to drop them. Like, I, I right. think Mean Girls, they usually get accompanied with a movie, and then, then you get them online. Like, I think Mean Girls went with um, Hunger Games. Yeah, that The new Hunger out. Games movie. Yeah. And, and so I think, I think they were just like, okay, we're waiting to kind of put these out there. Um, because I'm pretty sure the little teaser for Planet of the Apes is going with the Napoleon movie. Like I think they're huh. doing it with that. I guess same same audiences. <laughs> yeah, I would I would think so. yeah, like historic epic, Planet of the Apes, uh, could be a historic epic. Maybe you know could happen. One day, they'll rule the world. Um, so yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for that movie. That's me talking about it. I guess is is that it? Because there's not much to really dissect in the trailer. There's only a little bit. It's clearly in the early stages of them. The CGI looks about the same like it normally is. But to me, what's interesting about that movie is is the emotions they can show on a CGI ape. Like it was really well done. Like they showed without a lot of communication, a lot of talking because they they couldn't speak yet. But now I think they now I think we're going to be in a world where they can talk and they're starting to develop an actual civilization, which is kind of cool. Cool. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, we got lots of fan questions. And I think we should probably just start with the trailers because this will take the longest and then we can like zoom through the other fan questions how much time we have. Um, so let's do the trailers first. So this first uh, trailer, we're going to go, we're going to start talking about Argyle first. And this came from Akil. Akil says, this is all in capitals. Screening in Kingston. You have to check out the trailer for Argyle. I know you both have been missing Man from Uncle. To me, this really had Man from Uncle vibes, and I feel like this has some sort of an interesting tie-in. I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but it looks really interesting. I really want to get your thoughts on it. Go watch this trailer. So there you go. That's that's from Akil. Um, Taylor, we both watched the trailer for Argyle. Uh, shall we quickly recap what it's about? <laughs> and, then, and then talk about it? It feels like the movie you watched with Sandra Bullock where she's um, 
a romance novelist. Yes, it and very then, much reminded me of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So the premise of this one, for I didn't read the Wikipedia page, but what I can gather from the trailer is that um, there's this woman who is a, a a fiction writer who writes about a spy, but then she somehow gets kidnapped by a spy because everything she's writing is coming true. And they want to figure out why or something. What I kind of liked about that, Taylor, was we got the beginning bit that has, what's his name in it? Henry. From Man From Uncle. Cavill. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and he's really Cavill? handing it up. Cavill? Yeah. Is that his That's name? why I was like, what is this? <laughs> I watched, with Dua Lipa, Lipa, whatever. Yeah. Dua Lipa. <laughs> yeah. It's really like weird and like hammy. And then, uh, what's his name? John Cena is the guy in the yeah. chair, <laughs> which is really funny. And like, they're all handing you. it up. And then, and then it kind of does the cut and you realize that, okay, this woman's writing it. And yeah. what was kind of and interesting was- And it ends was, on a cliffhanger. Yes. It ends on kind of a cliffhanger. And what's kind of interesting and what interested me about that is like, okay, that's kind of the handy world. But then when she gets on the train, it's like Sam Rockwell in hippie hair and beard. Who's Which was giving me agent? really bullet train. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought that was like to me that was kind of like oh you're you're trying to be like oh and here's someone who doesn't like traditionally get cast in these roles. Yeah, and like they're the spy, and like that was kind of cool and interesting. Like that was kind of like oh like that's that's quirky. But it did remind me of that Sandra Bullock movie because it, that movie was also quirky because Channing Tatum, who's normally cast in those like roles of like oh I'm the hero and I can do anything whatever. He's like a bumbling fool. He's just a hot guy. He he like can't even talk to Sandra Bullock. Like he gets nervous around her. He like isn't the person who's like he doesn't have any skills. And I think that was that was a good like misdirect. That was kind of a cool thing. So I felt this movie was doing something similar, where it's like, oh, she's writing about Henry Cavill, who like looks like James Bond, but then she she sits on the train with like (laughs) Sam Rockwell, who's like really like kind of tiny and skinny. And, like, he just looks, like, obviously, like, later they show him with that, like, he's probably wearing a disguise. But he, he just looks, looks disheveled. Yeah, like, just like a dude that you wouldn't, you know. But, you know, truthfully, that's probably what real spies look like. But oh, also, sure. that, um, Akil, to answer your question, this is by the director of The Kingsman. So, unrelated yeah. to The Man from U.N.C.L.E. Yes. Even yes. though it Not might connected. have some, yeah, might have some I, style. I could kind of see stylistically, though. Like, I, I could kind of, like, maybe there's going to be some quirks and there's going to be some humor in this. I haven't seen all the Kingsman movies. I've seen the first two. I think there might be a third. And there's definitely a prequel, which I was meaning to see and I never got around to it. I like them. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. And, you know, 2023 was the year of fun movies for me. So I'm going to keep that rolling into 2024. I yes. will check this one out. My only gripe is that there seems to be a bad CGI cat which factors <laughs> yeah, heavily into yes. this movie. <laughs> yes, they really are leaning into that cat a lot. Yeah. So, um, like, for the comedic, it seems like for the comedic relief. Though, I and... did like I did like that moment in the trailer where they were hiding and the cat meowed. Yeah. And you, you get kind of Sam Rackles reactions. It's like, oh, I hate this cat. And then just like, yes, down. meowing at the wrong time. Yes, yeah. like, that's exactly what a cat would do. So that was kind of a cool moment. I realize I'm, you know, I'm not um, an animal hater. Like, obviously, you need to protect your animal actors. And there's the, it looks like there's things in this trailer the cat has to do that a real cat can't do. It would be unsafe. But just don't have the cat 
do that stuff and still use a real cat. You know, there yes, was a like, time yes. where we had cat actors. And I and I'm sure there will be some scenes when it's a real cat, and then it'll be so. really obvious when it's a CGI cat. <laughs> like it's to me, like I think, I think, yeah, like they obviously wanted to do things with this cat, but does that mean again? It, 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 for a competent filmmaker and a good movie, then I would trust it and and say, oh, this this will pay off. There's like a reason. But with all the stuff we've been getting mm-hmm. so far, if they're just shoehorning a cat in yeah. to, to think that it sells, I don't know. I, I just, maybe I'm naive, but I don't think people are as stupid as, as filmmakers and stu- maybe it's more so studios. Studios and the marketing machine thinks they are. So I don't think we need a cat to go see things. Like I think you can, if you, if your movie's good enough, I think we'll go. And, and like that to me, this movie seemed like a fun thing where I'm like, okay, this is enough to make me interested to go see it and see what it's like. I don't have a lot of expectations for it yet, but it just seemed to remind me of Kingsman, Man from Uncle, those kinds of fun spy action movies. Yeah. Um, Okay. Thank you, Akil, for that. Let's move on to another one. Um, yeah, so let's do let's do Fall Guy before I forget. Because similar uh, similar vibes to, mm-hmm. to Argyle. And this one comes from Benny. So Benny writes and says, um, I want I have saw this trailer and I thought it would be interesting for you to talk about a trailer, which you don't do too much on your podcasts. This one is for the Fall Guy. It's got Ryan Gosling, who I know is much debated on your show, um, and Emily Blunt. It looks like a fun time. Would love to have your thoughts. So yeah, Fall Guy, what did you think, Taylor? Getting strong. Um, oh, not the other guys. The nice guys. Like, the nice guys, yes. Definitely Ryan Gosling at his comedic yep. best, I think. Like, we're going to get comedy Ryan Gosling, which I like. He, we, you know, we can discuss Ryan Gosling until the cows come home. I'm pro Ryan Gosling. You're anti Ryan Gosling, but I'm I, I'm looking forward to seeing him not take himself too seriously. I think he's at his best when he's able to ham it up. You know, like we, he's got that face, kind of like um oh uh how you were talking about you know Henry Cavill looking like. James Bond and that's how you would expect him to act mm-hmm. and then Sam yes. so it's it's I'm looking forward to seeing Ryan Gosling you know his good looking rip self but then he's gonna be kind of a bit of a buffoon that's my favorite Ryan Gosling where where it he's in on the joke essentially so the premise of this one is that <laughs> Emily Blunt is a, a director Director, and he's a stuntman in her movies and the lead of the movie has gone missing so ryan gosling has to go find him yes which which is which that's (laughs) unclear as to why you don't involve like the police or the fbi river why ryan gosling is the one that you send like his basically his his stunt double has to go find him and in the trailer he says why me and she says because you're a stunt guy and you'll go unnoticed (laughs) that makes it Makes that makes sense. no sense at all. Like that's completely ridiculous. And Maybe then he gets point that out. ropes in. He gets roped yeah. in into some sort of underground crime syndicate or something. Yes. Anyways, it looks yeah. like a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks like also kind of a fun, dumb fun movie. And like to be clear, I'm not anti Ryan Gosling. I just don't think you he just... can act. Yeah. Like I just don't think I he's don't an agree. actor. I don't agree. Well, and that's totally fine. We both what did you think? I can't remember. What did you think in the Barbie movie? Oh, I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. But every but Taylor, everybody can accidentally do something well once. True. 
True. Like that's the, to, the, there's a saying I really like that I that I try to use in work. One is a dot. Two is a line. Three is a pattern. So a dot irrelevant. A line irrelevant. Now that there's a third thing, it's a pattern. So if you can do something three times, you start to develop a pattern. So that's one example of him acting is Barbie. I'm waiting for two and three. And then you can be a, a developer thing. Be like, oh, he's a good actor. Because otherwise, to me, he's he, there's two Ryan Goslings. Funny, silly, and stoic, non-speaking. But those aren't acting things. That's just, as a performer, a way to be. Like, you wouldn't look at a, a, a musician and necessarily say, like, oh, they're a really good actor. No, they're performing. They can perform, and that's different. I think Ryan Gosling can perform, but he's not a particularly good actor. So if he does something different in this then there you go. That's number two. But if he's the same as he is in the nice guys, then, then that's just what he can do. He's like, okay, he's got his, he's, he's Ryan Reynolds. They've got their funny shtick that they can do that they can do well, but Hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there will be other things, but it, I think acting is so subjective. You can absolutely both sit here and have a different opinion. And I think that's totally fine. I'm okay with that. I am. Um... I really like Emily Blunt too. So I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of chemistry the two of them have. She's a great actor. Fantastic. And she's yeah. a good comedic actress. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it looks like another fun one. The premise again seems eerily similar to the Argyle in a way. You know, fish out of water, you get caught up, your fake life becomes your real life. So it's going to be apparently a year of all the same movies. Do you, you know every once in a while how like, Two movies will come out back to back, literally the same premise. Like, um, no strings attached, and that other one <laughs> that came what out. Was like, the other one, <laughs> I forget. I forget. Okay. <laughs> um, and funnily enough, one has Mila Kunis, and the other one has Ashton Kutcher, and they're not married. But right, <laughs> everyone's right. in line. Yes, I do know what you mean. These two movies, and this this isn't the same because it's not literally the exact premise, but like pretty similar, you know? Re- yeah. Uh, Stranger than fiction type, fish out of water, blah 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 blah. But anyways, I think they both look fun. I'll I'll check them out. I have no problem yeah. watching a fun, silly yeah. movie. I agree. Also fun. Also excited for it. Um, okay, uh, next one is of course Mean Girls. So this yeah. one comes from this one comes from Lily. This has a lot uh, of discourse. Does Lily have any comments as to why she wants us to watch this one? Yes. Quite a few. Okay. Um, so Lily says, <laughs> <laughs> Lily says, uh, hi, screening at Kingston for your fan question episode next week. I thought it would be interesting for you to review a trailer. You know, what's interesting, Taylor. Four different people, people have this idea. That. Yeah. Yeah. F- yeah well, and, and the, the Planet of the Apes. Um, so that's that's really interesting that people have the same idea. They wanted us to talk about trailers. Um, this trailer is for Mean Girls. Mean Girls is coming out next year. Um, what's interesting to me is I'm very confused. I'm confused as to why we're getting another movie. I thought it might've been Mean Girls 2, maybe them a little bit later. They're older and it's now their kids, but it seems to be the exact same movie. All the characters seem to be the exact same. A lot of the dialogue seems to be the exact same with a little bit of differences here and there. I'm very confused and I don't really know why this movie is even being made. To be fair, I haven't done a lot of research into it or looked into it other than saw this trailer, but thought maybe the Screening in Kingston team would have some thoughts and ideas. Lily, so, you're confused. I got to jump in right away, Mike. I've been dying to say this. Okay, go ahead. Since the beginning. Lily, you're confused because this is Mean Girls the musical, and the studio has failed to let people know that in the promotional materials. 
why wouldn't they just say it and have the title of the movie be Mean Girls the Musical? Right. Or okay. a musical experience based on the popular film. Like you could put that in just text. But they didn't even do that. Her her confusion is 100% understandable. Yeah. Lily, I'm not blaming you. You're confused like the rest of the internet. Yeah, everyone's like, what? "Is that what's up? now, Taylor?" I'm not. I'm not up to date on on the thoughts. Of the internet. Is that the a lot of the internet's confused? Yeah, everyone's like, "Why would you have a musical trailer with not a single song from the musical in it?" But why or, are there no? Why wouldn't you put the title "Mean Girls" the musical? Like, why did you have to call it "Mean Girls"? Instead, like, they're why? like, "This is Mean Girls." Mean Girls with a new twist. What? Yeah. I'm not interested in. Mean Girls with a new twist. What's the twist? Like uh, the cast is different. Like you don't. That's the thing. Like I, I. So I watching this trailer. I did. I did guess it was the musical one because I know the musical exists. You can hear the the, yes, and and if you if you watch the people, they're 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 dancing in musical numbers. Like you can just tell that I was like, oh, that's musical number. That's musical number. But I didn't know that until well into the trailer. I was also confused, thinking like, "Is this a why is Tina Fey yeah, and the what? principal, and then John Hamm?" Yeah, why is why is John Hamm in this movie? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Can he sing? Not that I'm aware of, but I I, I don't know. know the songbook to this musical. I knew that there was a Mean Girl musical, but yes. I have not heard any of the songs, so I don't know if the co- if the coach sings. Um, and that like they could because they didn't. Like they they kept a, some of the teachers the same from the yeah. movie, but it would make sense for them to recast the coach if they were like, well, John Hamm can sing and we're going to have him do it. So maybe he can. Like maybe he can sing and he has a musical number. I don't. I don't know. I've never heard him sing. But I'm going to say something probably controversial and might get me canceled. Um, okay. If. You know, you don't know that this is a musical from the music trailer. They all look like B-list actors. I think, I think they're from the original Broadway. I think a lot not, of them. Not all of them. So, all so, of them. Okay. so Regina George is. She's from the Broadway production. The girl playing Katie, like the main character, she's not. And she, relatively new, but she's been in a bunch of things recently. She was in a couple Spider-Man movies mm. and she's been in, in a, like she had like her own teen romance movie recently. Um, so she's like a rising star. And then the girl, I, I had to look this up because I thought it was her. And, it, and So the girl who plays the best friend who who like, I can't remember her name, who, who Lily, Lizzie Kaplan's character who wants to like yeah, get Gretchen. Regina George back. No, yeah. yeah, Gretchen. But, no, is not Gretchen. Gretchen. Gretchen's no, one the, of the Mean Girls, but I know yeah, what you're talking about yeah. the art. The okay, artist. yes, that's Moana. <laughs> oh, like that's Moana. That's the actress who voiced Moana. Like that's Moana. See, so like, I, that's why it's a controversial because I'm just you look at this cast and you're like, this no looks like a community it. theater. <laughs> yeah. Well, because a lot of the and I bet you the like I don't know this for sure, but maybe the other girls from the like trio are are from Broadway. But I know I know that that is the the actress who played Regina George on on stage. I know that's that. They just sure. don't have but, the same look as the original cast. I'll put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> like, it definitely it definitely looks different. Theater, like yeah. these are theater actors versus yeah, Hollywood it, up and, and coming. It, yes, especially because like Lindsay Lohan was kind of the lead and Huge. was a big star at the time. 
like and was even, the big star. And I'm uh, Rachel McAdams. She was wasn't, relatively I, unknown. Though, she was relatively unknown, but like yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, and she yeah, she has a lot of gravitas and, and like had like, star yeah. power. I yes. look at this trailer yeah. and it literally is giving me like community theater vibes. I don't know, well, maybe because the I'm problem. So... Well, the problem is, is because of course you're going to compare it back to the original cast because this movie's not that old. Yeah, I right? grew, like, of, of I grew up with it. That. Yes, huge, and that's the thing. Movie. I don't. I don't think it's unfair to compare a movie to something else if you call it the same thing. Right, like that's like the, people always can't matter. Well, you can't compare oh the Ghostbusters now to Ghostbusters then. Of course you can. It's called Ghostbusters. Same with this. Yeah, you you one hundred percent can can compare Mean Girls to Mean Girls because it's the same thing. And you gave us a trailer that didn't explain it was a musical, probably strategically being like, well, people don't like musicals, so we've got to try to hide it. Well, then why are you making this in the first place? And <laughs> right, like could it just you imagine? Say you don't like musicals, but you're like, oh, I'll go see the I'll go see the Mean Girls remake because that's what it looks like, right? I'll well, go see I just and it's a this musical. is the problem. This is the how problem. weird because a lot of people, unfortunately, maybe maybe people are stupid. I maybe I need to retract my comment from before because when Lay Niz came out, oh, a did lot people of people know? went not know it was a musical and sung all the way through. Yes, a lot of people, and there was a lot of complaints that was like, well, I didn't know it was sung all the way through. I didn't know it was a musical. I mean. Yeah, you gotta be down. Just everyone has the entire like you, Taylor. You have a PhD's worth of knowledge on your phone. Like you're telling me you can't Google it for two seconds. Like it's the first thing that would come up. Also, so I think there it does is singing in me. the layman's trailer. Trailer, yes, there is. There 100. percent That even makes it worse. I yeah. would forgive someone. I would forgive someone who walked into Mean Girls if that's the only trailer, thinking. What is this? Just a remake or, or a sequel? I don't know. That that's the fault of the studio. The lame is is the fault of the person. Yeah, like you have to. You have also, to like but, huge, huge musical. Like, do you live under a rock? How do you? But they, not that's know? the thing. The studios must think in their. I, I know these types of conversations happen where they're like, "Well, you know, the last couple of musicals we did, they didn't do very well. What are we gonna do? Hey, let's just not put musical in the title." Like, there's no one in the room being like, "That's gonna confuse people." Like, no one? <laughs> it's like, that's confusing. You're going to have to put or, out a second trailer and you're going to have to deal with backlash. Well, the stuff. second meeting after being like, let's not put the musical in the title. Well, since we didn't put musical in the title, maybe we shouldn't put any of the songs in the trailer. Yep, that that's a good idea, too. Oh, well, yeah, great idea. <laughs> great idea to sell your musical. Just double no down. Music. Yeah. Do you want to see, like, yeah, because basically, Taylor, unfortunately, you're, you're, I think you're right. This is basically saying, hey, come see... Mean Girls, but the cast won't be as good, is what it is right now. Now, it, it, everyone could have gorgeous voices, and you could see it, and your mind could be changed, and that 100% can happen. But right now, from what we've been given in this one trailer, it's it's pretty much nothing. Like, that's all it's telling us. It's Mean Girls, and the cast isn't as well known. It's not the people you remember, it's other people. It's <laughs> so like it's the CW just... cast. <laughs> yes, that's a, it's a TV movie of the Mean Girls. And I think since then, I know there's a second trailer that they had to drop that has like two seconds of music in it. Like it's, it's there's still not a lot of it, but there's just there is another cut of the trailer that has the Regina George character, I think, sing like five seconds of a note. Like it's not even it's like blink and you'll miss it sort of thing. But they they oh. they had to do that because there was so much confusion. And again, 
marketing is not this hard. Like it really isn't like these are not, this is not rocket science. If you are in a room of people and no one points this out to you, you've got to fill your room with, with different people because that's ridiculous. Mike, I know we're not into conspiracy theories on this channel, but what if they're like, this is a great viral marketing campaign where we do a trailer with no songs. And now everyone's going to be talking about the fact that this is a musical that doesn't have songs in the trailer. No, they're not that smart. Don't give them credit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're not. No, that's not. No. Have you heard the no songs way. from this musical? Is it a good musical? I've What's heard some of it. It's, it's, it's okay. Um, now, I am relatively critical of the newer musicals because I think they all sound the same. Like musicals from basically the year 2005 to now, to me, sound about the same. Dear Evan Hansen, Mean Girls, um, even Avenue Q, Next to Normal, like these kind of like new age musicals, they kind of have, to me, a similar sound, like Hamilton was the only exception. But a musical that's before 95, a lot of them sounded very different from each other. Like there were a lot of different like subtle nuances, different genres. Um, I think they they really tried to be like, well, this is what young people like. It's this style of music. But again... (laughs) I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an expert of music, but then it seems like what there is no new age of music. It's just nostalgia music. Cause it kind of sounds like eighties with like a modern spin to it to me. Um, so again, the music's fine, but is it to me, is it, can I differentiate it from dear Evan Hansen? No. Like if you play songs from it, yeah, like it's, it sounds very run of the mill. It actually sounds a lot like the things they were making fun of in that theater camp movie I saw that was pretty brilliant that makes fun of all these things, this kind of like new young age of things. Like it, it, it just sounds pretty generic to me. A lot of people love this musical though. Like it's very, very popular. It did very well on Broadway. I think theater nerds and theater kids will go crazy and go see this. But if they it's know. everybody else, you have to worry about it. Yeah, if they know, which which they they all probably do. <laughs> they do know. They do know. If anyone knows, but, it's but it's everyone else but... you have to. You, but everybody else you have to worry about. Like you, I don't think you can sell a show on that demographic like enough like i think you need you need the everyday moviegoer to go and i don't know if this is the way to do it because you're right taylor there's a lot of buzz around this but negative buzz doesn't always equal sales yeah people are gonna be like what the heck i think um and speaking of the theater nerds they're probably upset there's no music in the trailers too because it's probably their favorite part yeah they're like where where are the songs and they so, want to hear, they want to hear these people sing these songs, especially because a couple of them are new, right? Like you've got Moana. Yeah. I don't know her name, so I'm just calling her Moana. And and the lead girl who like you don't know, but will be big singing parts. So you want to hear their their the voices. I mean, even even Into the Woods had music in it to try to show you that it was a musical. Like even they they put music in the trailer. This has um, got to again, be one of the weirdest marketing ploys or decisions if it's not a ploy i've come across in a long time it makes zero sense (laughs) to have a musical with no music in the trailer it just doesn't make sense and it goes to show lily writing in being like what's going on like if you don't do more research you would have no idea um interesting this movie's release date is january 12th 
why is that interesting? Just because it's like soon? Or? Most most studios don't release movies in January and February if they think it's good. Oh, there you go. So you think it's a it's a dead? That's why they're like yeah, like the music's the not time, good. <laughs> the only time, like we saw what was we saw that trend broke broken a few years ago when like Deadpool released its one of its films in February and it did really really well. So other films have tried, but January February are often like dead zones like why the, why is this movie not coming out at christmas yeah would be my would be my question especially if it's somewhat ready to go but it, if it's released january 12th that's like that's the beginning of dead zone of theaters so either they're really confident and they think like well this this it'll have no competition and this will catch everyone by storm and everyone will be like yes we're gonna go see this like they did with deadpool or they have no faith in it whatsoever are they hoping it's going to be like a hairspray situation? But again, hairspray had music in the in the trailer. Tons of it, sure. yeah. So I, I honestly think it is an insecure thing. Like they they are concerned. Not enough people will go to it because of all the dud musicals that have been movie musicals that have been put out over the past couple of years. Fair. Like there's been so many examples of it not succeeding, and, and only a handful of successful ones. So I think they're probably a little bit. A little bit scared. Nervous. So what was the last one? Cats? <laughs> What's that? Uh, I think that Evan, that Evan Hansen movie came out after oh, Cats. Oh, right. Yeah. No one liked that either. <laughs> Talk about a movie that went nowhere. Like, I don't. I heard nothing about that movie other than he's too old. Like, yeah. that's the only thing I heard about the Dear Evan Hansen. I still haven't seen it, I don't think. Maybe. Have I? I don't know any of these, like, new school musicals. Um, the only one that I'm familiar with is Heather's the musical. Heather's, yeah, which, which, which yeah, is based on a movie from the 80s. Yeah, Heather's. Oh, the movie I talk about like every other episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would see a movie version of Heather's the musical. But oh, again, that's coming. That They're going to do it, that. It's, it's gonna, it oh, a production? Not that I know of, but that's coming. Like, there's, they will do, of course they'll do it. 100%. Yeah, bank and the there. nostalgia. For sure, especially in an '80s movie, like that's kind of like a cult classic movie. So I think they it has a good sound. I think the the music in that one's great. Yeah, and I think that's that's an exception um, to to some of them. Where I I do think it still sounds kind of like the other ones, but it it does it really well, especially because it's it's really based off a movie from the '80s, and they can like lean into that yeah. quite a bit. So there there is there is some very good music. Yes, I will agree. In that one, but yeah, it's it's coming. You, you will you will get a Heather's one. I can. I, I will can be follow. alive. I will be <laughs> living Definitely. at the same time as the Heather's mu- the musical. Should we um, move on? Because I'm sure there's other questions people are dying to have answered. Yes, and I think we'll quickly, uh, as a nice segue, we'll quickly hear some uh, some comments about my uh, my review. Of Killers of the Flower no Moon. No questions, just comments. I love yeah, that. more more so just calling me a racist. So I'll just read them. Great. Um, and then we can comment on them. So there, there's two that, that are <laughs> conflicting in their points. So I'm just going to read them back to back. Um, so the first one is, how can you not like this movie? As a white person, you have to take more care with your words and ensure that you, that you like movies that are like this. You're a racist. So that's number one. What? Okay. So that's the first email. Hot take. <laughs> so, okay. Before I comment, I want to, I want you to read this one. Got Next it, got email it. from a, from a completely different person, but 
but came in like around the same time. Here we go. Another woke take. You clearly only like this movie because you feel you have to. Why can't you just admit that the movie sucks and move on with it? So Taylor, somehow, I I, I gave two different people the impression that I that I both liked and disliked this movie. <laughs> right? Like both at the opposite take, which I thought was hilarious. So I thought I would read that. Now, yeah. I don't remember. I, I thought I relatively liked the movie and had some... Con- I think I, I think you said it was... It. A- Oh, I thought maybe it was to see it. It wasn't like you didn't. It must. I knocked been... points off Taylor because it was three and a half hours. Yeah, it that. must have been a yeah. stream it because for yeah, people to so. say that you both like it and not like it, because if it yes. was a see it, that would be like, well, obviously he liked it well enough. But the first one, you must. You're a racist if you don't like movies that talk about indigenous issues. Is that? I assume that. I assume that's it. You have I, to I mean, like can't every be... single. <laughs> They can't be mad that like I'm mad at the the southern people. <laughs> like that, that can't, they can't be commenting on that. Um, yeah, and like I think so. To me, just to comment on that one, to me, I think supporting something means just going to see it. Like I do agree that certain topics and certain things, I think you should support it by going because that's the only yeah. way that movies will be made with either indigenous casts or female directors or any of these different things that we talk about on the show all the time. If you if you want to support it, you should go. You know, it's why you know I went to see a movie like Bros and like all these movies that come out that are like, oh, it's it's a particular thing we haven't seen before. Okay, I'll, I'll go, and that's supporting it. But I don't think you have to like it to support it. I think that's on the movie. Like the movie has to be good, and if the topic is so important, which I do agree, a lot of these things are. I think it's important to see more diversity in the films that we watch. I think it's important to give more opportunities to people to direct and write that we haven't seen. I want to hear different stories. It's also on them for it to be good. And if it's not, well, that's not my problem and it's not my fault. Yeah. So wild take that you're right. If you don't. Yeah. Like, and normally like when it comes, when it comes to people's opinion, I'm normally like, yeah, everyone has a different opinion, but the person who wrote this email, you're wrong. That is that is incorrect. That's what not been that's not a correct thing. What would have been racist would have been you being like, "I'm not seeing that movie because it has indigenous yeah. issues." Of course, and that and that being the reason. Yeah, um, that would have been racist. This this movie this movie 100 like falls on the shoulders of of the main indigenous character. She is the heart and soul of the movie, and without you her, her performance, in it, oh, she was great. She definitely Oscar worthy. But it's fine. Like we know, Taylor, we don't have to waste our time defending yeah, I know, ourselves as people. But I'm explaining for all the other people listening <laughs> that, like, without if you took her out of this movie, it wouldn't work. Like it just wouldn't. Like it, it is the type of movie that that hinges on developing a story around a particular individual and the fact that she's indigenous and her family specifically. That's that background is really really important. So you couldn't replace her with someone else, so the movie wouldn't have worked. So anyway. That person's just wrong. That's like a wrong take. Now, the next person, you're equally wrong. <laughs> Who says, <laughs> admit it sucks and moves on. The movie did not suck. Now, if you didn't like it, if you saw it and you didn't like it, that's totally fair. You can have that opinion. I bet you didn't. And you're just making a, a wild claim without seeing the movie. I did not think the movie sucked. I thought it was pretty good. I'm not also praising it because I'm trying to hype up something, whatever I'm giving, I think a relatively fair take, but I am going to see it 
because I do think it's important to support these kinds of stories. And I want to see more of these kinds of stories. And I do think indigenous issues are important. And I do think we have to put those things back in education. And right now, because we won't do that, movies are a great way to get the story out there and get people talking and get a, get a, you know, at least a dialogue going, which is never a bad thing. So yeah, you're, that's the thing. Two people on two different sides of the argument here, as far left and right as you can get, and you're both equally wrong. I love it. So yeah, it is pretty, I I thought that was good to read both of them. Humanity at its finest. And you're just, you're both so wrong. So yeah, I, I think it's important to go to something to support it, but that doesn't mean you have to like it. And I would never praise a movie just because I feel like I had to. I want every movie I see to be the best version of that movie possible. Unfortunately, I keep getting failed. But hey, we're paying everybody a little bit more now, right? That's what all these strikes are for. So let's get some good movies done then, right? Like if we're paying people more, I want the quality to go up. And then we can talk about good movies. I'd love for it to just be positive all the time. So there you go. Let's get to some fun fan questions. (laughs) Um, This next one comes from Joy. Um, Where do you both see movie trends going this year? Is there any trend that you've noticed in all the movies that you've watched this year? Is there anything that you've seen that you think you saw more this year than anywhere else? I'm I'm always really interested to see if there are common trends. And Taylor, this is something you kind of pointed out of like similar types of movies coming out at the same time. Is there anything else this year that you thought, oh, this is kind of a trend no, yeah, I mean, like, us. my past year should be a write-off, personally. <laughs> really? <laughs> Recovering from my health issues and a baby. You, you reviewed a couple good ones. I reviewed a couple good ones, but, like, I couldn't tell you, like, there was no rhyme or reason to what I was reviewing. <laughs> you, know, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, mean? What, was what was convenient and available. Exactly. Um, and I would say, oh, I talked, we've talked about it even on this episode, like, I watched pretty much, like, what I would describe as, like, comfort movies this Mm -hmm. last year like movies Mm -hmm. you can just like turn on and kind of veg out and not work too hard while watching them but that was like a personal choice I don't think the studios were I'm sure there was other movies you could have watched this year um that weren't like that so I don't I don't think I can answer this question accurately but there's just so many movies out there though nowadays right like I, I think trends are a little bit less just because there's so many like there's so much variety like you can sit there, Taylor, and find a new movie a week almost on your streaming platforms. And I did. And there was, again, like no rhyme or reason to it. Like yeah. sometimes Netflix, sometimes Amazon threw in an Apple one every now and then, rented yeah. a couple. Um, in a way, like the, stu- the the streaming platforms have become like the great democratizers. <laughs> Democrat- yeah. well, however, you, however you want to say that, that um, the studios don't monopolize movie production the way that they did um so you are getting a lot of different stuff not all of it is good but i i the question's interesting because you used to be able to say like oh this was like the age of rom-coms or like we went through like lots of lots of superhero movies right like rom-coms went away lots of superhero movies there was a period of time where like lots of musicals came out um i don't know what's gonna happen in this coming year, I did see something that maybe there's going to be a return to rom-coms, but I don't know if that was just like an individual person who like saw one trailer and was like, I hope this is what's happening. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Is bad writing a trend? Cause that's what I've. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. Um, next question. We've got to kind of go through these. Susan, 
writes in and says, what kind of movies do you feel that you both want to watch in this in-between season from November 1st until December 15th? And then in brackets, by the way, this is where I feel it's appropriate to start watching Christmas movies. Um, I have been missing Harry Potter films and something in fantasy world to watch, which we do always get in November. So what kind of movies do you find yourselves actually wanting to watch this time of year? So Taylor, you've already do- probably right into holiday and Christmas movies, but are there any other types of movies that you find you're craving through November, December? No, again, like my, my brain no. is so chewed this year that like, <laughs> Nothing, well, you you remember is, a time where we got like a Harry Potter movie, a Lord yeah. of the Rings movie, always in November. Like that was all, like November, well, what, early December. That would always be. What like um for this? And I apologize. This is not Joy writing in. What's the name of this? Susan. Susan. Um, we have a new Hunger Games movie coming out. Yeah, I think has, that kind of fits. Yeah. That fits that kind of in between. I love how she's like December fifteenth. To me, seems so subjective. That's a very that's a very Specific. random day. Yeah, um, <laughs> to, to start your holiday. I don't know. Like, I think it's appropriate to start watching holiday movies. I would agree. Like, there aren't those like big franchise fantasy. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm in the mood for. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I definitely like one of the reasons why I binged a bunch of Star Trek movies is because we'd also get Star Wars, Star Trek films. Like they would always be a November, December release. Like we were getting Star Wars movies at Christmas for a while. Like it, it that sort of fantasy, sci-fi fantasy genre, I am craving at this point in time. And and I do agree, like Harry Potter films, Lord of the Rings films, like they were always in and around here. And because Dune moved to next year. Like that was supposed to be a late November movie. So like the only like big new releases we have really between now till Christmas, I believe is Napoleon and, and then yeah, the hunger games film. Like, I think those are kind of the two we're getting because Dune did, did move. Um, So we would have had that to kind of fill it. But yeah, I, I think that's a good type of movie to be watching right now. I'll, Um, I'll wrap myself out. I saw, I've been seeing, some promotion for Hallmark Christmas movies. And I have been <laughs> yeah. like, hmm, that sounds interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which like in previous years, I would not, that would not be it. I just like so am craving like comfort, cozy, something I don't need to think too hard about. Truly. Yep. That's been, yep. that's all I can say. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, next question here comes from producer Austin. Uh, who in, oh, this is, very topical. It's almost as if we planned this. With Dune moving out of the fall, is Wonka the only movie that could come close to the big box office numbers we saw with Barbie and Oppenheimer? I don't, um, think, I don't think anything will come close at all. And I'm just going to say, I don't think people are going to go see that Wonka movie. No? No. You don't, I mean, well, isn't Timothy Chalamet or whatever, his, his, isn't he a big draw? For like what, but think of like what demographic. So like this movie looks like it's for children, yeah. like a family movie. Um, and I would say like he's too young for moms to be like, ooh, let's go see the. TV. I don't know about that. Th- I don't really? know about that. I, think- I don't. I don't know about that. I think moms and preteens are one hundred percent his target demographic. Okay, then. 
I got it all wrong. So That's what I think. That, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe that but movie will blow up. Mm, but like, I have a, just, I have a feeling. I feel like it's one of those movies where like the casting is so weird. Who is the movie for? I don't know. It might be one of those things where because there's literally nothing else to watch, people are. You know what, Taylor? <laughs> we need to have fans write in. Tell us who is Timothy Chalamet for? Let's have let our fans answer the question. Who's his target demographic? I think she. I think he's twenties and thirties. I don't know. Thirties. Come on. By, by that 30s. time, you. Okay. <laughs> like, I just think by thirties, you've, you know, you've smartened up. Isn't he like a hipster? Like, isn't he like, uh, wearing a beanie or whatever? And, and I think he's he probably, I, he probably vapes. I think he's a good <laughs> actor, but yeah, his persona is a little. Oh, I think cringe. he's a good actor too. Yeah. I think he's a good actor cringe. too. Don't get, don't get me wrong. He, he's been great in pretty much everything I've seen him in. But I just, in terms of persona, I think he's like a hipster, isn't he? Yeah, he's definitely like a 20s, like late yeah. high school, early university type. Yeah, my comments about him are very tongue-in-cheek. Like, I think he's a great performer. Yeah. I'm not, I'm definitely not, like, he gives it all. He's, like, he's even, he's great in everything he, he does. Like, he does things differently. He's a good performer. But, it, yeah, just his persona, who he is, seems to be more of a, yeah, like, kind of like. It's just because I just. Vibes. He doesn't, to me, even though, like, they're positioning him as, like, the next, like, superstar, A-list, whatever, he doesn't do, like, your typical, like, studio blockbuster Except for Dune. Except for Dune. Yeah, but, like, Dune is so different than Wonka. That's true. But Dune was a big studio, big, like, success. Yeah. Like, Ted Pool, like, thing. Like, yeah, I would say Wonka's probably his first, like, real step into that but, but i feel yeah, like, like dune, dune is like a prestige movie even though it's yes, like a it genre is. yes 100 so, is yeah i'm like yeah that dune makes sense for him to transition into like quote-unquote blockbusters but previous with a that, lot of like prestige actors in it exactly which I, I don't think you can say the same about wonka but. it's so weird just a weird <laughs> i don't know i don't think it's gonna do well but i might be eating my words come i think it's a christmas release am i wrong it is yeah yeah, yeah. are you uh are you gonna see it no, unless like the viewers write in and like force me to watch it, but I don't well, think that's, they're probably going to now. I don't think <laughs> that's one of the movies that. that I'm going to um go see in theaters because I have like so few opportunities. Yeah. to like go yeah. to the movie movies these days. Yeah, I'm not going mean, to waste I'll, it on Wonka. I'll, I'll rent see it. it. <laughs> I'll, I'm definitely going to have to go. What else am I going to see at Christmas? This thing I Napoleon. always see a movie at Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to see that before. You're going to sit three hours and Wait, 40 before. minutes through Napoleon. I don't actually know if it's three hours and 40 minutes, but it is. Is it three and a half hours? I think it Another might be. Another one? I, I got to do two be. of these? <laughs> oh, come I'm on. I'm dying to see Napoleon. I really want to watch it. It's getting good buzz, but I have three a feeling. Three and a half hours. I have oh. a feeling it's three plus hours. I could be completely wrong, but if it's three plus definitely hours. Definitely going to VIP for that. There's I'm no way I'm definitely going to need go. some nachos. No way I can go to the theater to watch a three plus hour <laughs> no. movie right now. No, um, we got to get. Uh, go well, on. okay, we got to get another quick question here. Um, and um, well, there was just a fan that wrote in through the website. Uh, no name. Any thoughts on the second season of Loki? I just want everyone to know I haven't finished it. I've watched five of the six episodes. Um, I just I don't I haven't finished it, so I have no thoughts. I don't think they can stick this landing, but we'll we'll see. There's Why have you not watched the last episode? Literally no reason. I just haven't gotten around to it. 
other things have gotten in the way. I I've even seen the Marvels before finishing it, which normally you should do, but they didn't they didn't connect. Yeah, I mean it's okay, it's fine. I don't think they can stick this. If they stick the landing, my opinion will be different on it, but I don't think they can do it. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a slow go for this one. Um, so yeah, it's just been it's just been kind of slow. I don't know. Um, I don't think we have time. We don't. We don't have time to get into any more. Um, we can do some more next week, and we can do some more in kind of the coming episodes. Um, I will be reviewing that Hunger Games movie, Taylor. I've actually already seen it, so I can review it next week. I'm intrigued, um, but I've heard mixed things about it. I have a lot to say about it. We'll There's been a lot, of, um, a lot of strategically placed articles on websites, I'll put it that way, which makes me think, ooh, they're really trying to promote this. I want to share something quickly about this movie because it's kind of a nice, interesting story. So at the so during this movie, near the end of it, I was kind of thinking to myself, like, this is a little violent for like teenagers. Like it's a little bit more than I kind of remember from the original movies. And as as I was leaving the theater, I kind of like was thinking that like if there's like, you know, it's a lot of young people. And then I looked around. Taylor, there wasn't a single person under 30. Because <laughs> it's like, it's, our, it's people who grew up with the Hunger Games. But it was packed. It was so full. And everyone is like in their 30s, maybe 20s. I think there might have been like two or three groups of like moms with their daughters. Like there was a couple who right. might have been teenagers. But everyone looked like there was a handful. But ever so I'm like, never mind. Yeah. They definitely <laughs> like knew who they were writing mind. for, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It Quick was question. I know we have to wrap up the show. Is this? For it's my understanding that that movie is based on one standalone book, or am I wrong? Is it like a, another trilogy? Or you're asking we... the wrong person. Okay, we'll have to do I some no research idea. before you review. I know it's like I believe it's based on a book. I it do is. believe it's based on. A I book, know that this this one, but I regardless of if it's more if it's a standalone or not, they will make more movies. I'm sure they will. Like that, if it's successful, they will. I think it's only been doing okay. Uh, at the box office, not that we wanted it to, but we can talk about that a little bit. But yeah, I mean, like with anything, they'll make it work if they if they have to. Uh, but yeah, I do believe it's based on a book. Okay. Um, um, yeah. That's it. We're done. We gotta we gotta get going. Uh, so next week, hear my Hunger Games review and whatever Taylor finds. Go see some movies. <laughs>